Welcome to the Happy Mindset. Today's episode is episode number 81, and today's episode title is called Use What's Useful. So today I'm going to talk about using what's useful and discarding what's not. It's a little Bruce Lee philosophy of taking from everything and combining things that work for you. So from listening to the podcast, you might have realized that my interests are very diverse. I talk to a lot of different people. I like getting new perspectives and also take an interest in different subject matters as well, like computer programming, writing, uh, philosophy, psychology, interested in all these different areas. What I found over the years, which has been most helpful for me, is to trust the things that work for me on a personal level in my own life and discard stuff that doesn't work for me. What I found confusing is that certain things will work for certain people and they won't necessarily work for me. This will be a mixture of they have different experiences, they have different personalities, different timings as well. So that's often confused me. I'll give an example of just even presentation of a podcast, presentation of your videos and stuff. When I started off, I felt that while I was watching quite a lot of people who were high energy and really focused on engaging you like that. And I felt like that was something that I had to be in order to be successful. But I found over time that that wasn't exactly the mold I wanted to fit. I would always feel like uh, I have to be a different person to myself. I wouldn't actually be being me. I'd be being a personality that I think would get the attention. That is something that is not for me. So if you're somebody right now who's a bit more introverted, a bit more relaxed and calm. That's my general nature. That's where I feel happiest being. That's where I feel kind of uh, more myself is being just relaxed and calm and listening. So this is something that I've naturally always had. What happened for me, though, was that I was insecure about that. I didn't realize how valuable being a good listener is, having a calm demeanor and I didn't, I completely overlooked that because I was so focused on these people who were loud and they were attention grabbing and they seemed confident and they seemed to have all the answers. So I'm glad now that I've given myself the time to actually come back to my own natural strength. So this comes back to the philosophy of keep what works and discard what doesn't work. There's so much different things and there's so many different types of people that the best approach is to just focus on the few things that work for you. What this ends up doing is that it simplifies your life so you can actually focus better. This has been something that I've been figuring out over time that with my many different interests, in one sense, you are lacking that focus. But in another sense, you're also gaining a lot of different perspectives and you're seeing similar patterns. So I've I've seen the importance of this philosophy because I've gone so wide in different fields that I've seen the same pattern play out in people within those fields who will say this is the right thing and they'll say that thing over there is the wrong thing. It could be anything. It's the same type of pattern. You'll go to computer programming, they'll say Python's the best language and don't look at the other languages, Java or whatever the hell it is. But when you start looking at it, you start like looking at the wider thing, you start realizing that each language has its pros and cons. It's built for different purposes. You don't, you, you don't get that sense from just being a, in a 
just one environment. Another thing that plays out in psychology that I've seen is that some people will say NLP doesn't work or but that's based on their approach. That's based on why they got into the field in the first place. You might be going to the field for a very different reason. There's people who've gone through NLP who've gotten in there because they wanted to tap into certain emotions and NLP is great for that. I haven't studied NLP, but I've done a little bit of NLP, but I've speaking to people who have done NLP. That's the sense I get is that from the techniques and stuff they do there, helps you to tap into certain emotions, certain states of mind when you need it. And I don't see anything wrong with that. So my point today is to just have an open mind, keep going with things. The ideal situation you want to be in anyway is to have, for me anyway, it's, it's to have that agnosticism to concepts. So you're using concepts with a purpose. So like with computer programming, you're learning concepts that will help you to become a better computer programmer. You're learning ways of thinking and, and you're looking for the simple solution. So I'll give it, yeah, for computer programming there, I, what I'm realizing over time is that it's the simple solution is the best solution. I used to think it was a complicated solution, made you more intelligent and smarter, but I've actually realized the smartest people can look at a complex problem, they don't get overwhelmed by it, and they find a simple answer. So that in your life is pretty much what works for you. If something has worked for you, then you don't have to think about it a lot. You don't have to convince anybody. You don't have to look at different alternatives and that kind of stuff. You will have found something that works for you. And you'll get that from looking at the different alternatives and you choose the thing that works for you. So that is um, that's something that's useful to keep in mind. Anybody that I've, like Bruce Lee, I know ja, or Coach Kavanagh, John Kavanagh, John Kavanagh, yeah, that's his name. I know that he, from from reading his book, I also picked up on that that uh, that he's open to different, open to open to different things. That, that and I think that was something that Conor McGregor said in some interview as well about John Kavanagh was that when he met him, he was the first coach who was actually open minded to all different things. He saw a, a different purpose for different things, and so generally they're the type of people that I like as well. That's the person I aspire to be as well. Because it is, I found it challenging to open your mind to, to different ideas. The sign of somebody who is growing intellectually, somebody can hold two opposing ideas in their mind and not like get overwhelmed and flustered by it. They can see the benefits and the pros to each, benefits and cons to each, and they can combine them as well. So that's where uh, a lot of creativity can come from too when you're looking at different fields and you're not you're not uh you're not writing off fields so i've been intentional about developing an analytical mind a logical mind to myself but also a creative mind to myself and a uh, more of an intuition developing that and i can easily see how the analytical mind will overlook the creative mind because they're opposing they're not really they're two different aspects to your mind that are quite different so with the creativity and with the intuition that's something that isn't analytical at all so analytical mind looking at that won't understand it and you'll see that play out too you'll see people who are very analytical but not in touch with their creativity or intuition they'll look at something and they'll analyze it and it doesn't make any sense logically so they'll write it off but then creativity isn't supposed to make sense logically. 
it's more of a heartfelt thing it's more of a flow it's more of a it's it's more it's more it's kind of like life oftentimes life doesn't make any sense and logical but it can be beautiful and it can be destructive as well at the same time so that's uh that's what i found really good to actually develop both sides of the thing as well when you develop a strong analytical mind though that helps you to not be so naive to things and not fall for things like when you've got a sharp analytical mind you're it's easier to identify the people who are trying to um make a fool your make a fool of you or who are trying to get one over you or whatever so having a sharp analytical mind is also important as well as a creative mind and then the balance then is to actually enjoy it so again it comes back to what actually works for you when you find things that work for you then you'll naturally enjoy it the biggest psychological conflicts i've had was when i would join a course and automatically you put that person on a pedestal so like you'll go along with it for a while you're learning new stuff and then it's really helping you and after a while you realize that some of the stuff they're saying isn't working for me yet you still because you have them on that pedestal you're still going to go with what they're saying so something for me was meditation i'd given up meditation for a little bit because i was doing i was in a field where i didn't get the didn't get the feeling that it was something that was encouraged to do see sometimes you you can interpret things wrong as well it could be it could have been my interpretation of it too that was wrong but that was the kind of vibe i was getting so but i guess that helped too because it did help me to uh to not turn meditation into a thing so that's the thing with meditation is that what i find the flow that works for me is to actually have a practice with the intention of that improving the quality of my life so i'm not seeing it as like this is when i've got peace of mind i see it as i spend this time now to develop some peace of mind so that it can trickle over into my life i'm developing that awareness so when when the shit hits the fan in real life you've more of a chance of catching yourself you're more of a chance of seeing things in a different way when you're tackling a, a really difficult problem you're feeling stressed out and your body's tensing up tight meditation by practicing that often enough over time you've more of a chance of actually catching yourself when your body is stiff and you're tense and uptight you start noticing the just the feelings going through your body and you catch yourself and then like i found as a problem solver it's a lot easier to solve a problem when you're not in that tense and stressed out state and so somebody who is very analytical and who hasn't got that meditation or that that it, developing that intuition and creativity they'll think that's nonsense because they've never experienced that they'll never they'd never they might have actually been problem solving and they might have often been coming from a curious mind and from enjoying the process but they might have thought about it before so that's uh yeah that's that's uh my some thoughts on that today it's uh it's been quite a been a quite a complex thing to actually figure out over the last few years i've gradually just found my flow by again coming back to what has actually worked for me that's that's when i've come back to it's like an anchor for me i found when i didn't have that anchor i'd often get lost in the perspectives of others and i'd also also overlook what i have to offer i'd overlook the fact that i've got computer programming got foreign languages i've got experience in coaching and psychology and i'd overlook all those different aspects that i had and i'd be blinded by a perspective from maybe just somebody who's been in psychology their whole life and have never experienced foreign languages or computer programming so that's something that i want to get across to you today 
is to have more confidence as well in yourself because that's something that I am getting better at, getting a bit more confident in my abilities and getting more confident in my abilities. I guess my biggest fear was that it, it would verge over into arrogance, but I'm feeling that out. Uh, I think when I was verging more towards arrogance, it was coming from a place of coming more from a place of validation seeking from other people so I'm a bit more aware of that today that I'm validating myself more so than looking for validation from other people and that will bring in more of a natural confidence rather than arrogance that was another thing as well that that um confused me when I was growing up just this uh how do you be confident without being arrogant and what's been helping me over time is is just where you're seeking your validation if you're seeking it from other people good chance you can verge over to arrogance but if you're not seeking it from other people if you're conscious about that then you're not going to you're not really going to be arrogant with yourself if you're just seeking validation from your own self and again that's meditation that's helping me to meditation helps me to like question what i'm actually seeking here reflect on it like what am i actually looking for and oftentimes it'll come back it'll come back to things like i'm looking for connection with people i'm looking to create things that matter to me when it really boils down to it, they're the types of things that actually matter to me on a feeling level. I'm talking about a feeling level. Then after that, of course, is a practical day-to-day living. I make sure that I am earning enough money to actually sustain myself. That's important too. But it's also important to make some time to be aware of the feelings. What are the feelings that are driving you? Because that's going to be like when you get something that you want and you still got that empty feeling inside that's where that's coming from it's like have you taken the time to actually feel out what you're looking for and that that's what's been helping me is that i don't think there's anything worse well, there's a lot of things that are bad but then getting to something that you've been building yourself up for years and you get there and you're like i still feel empty i still feel empty inside and uh, i thought that that was going to do it there's nothing more disheartening than those types of feelings i've had them myself and I'm more wary of that today. And that's why I do some meditation. And that's why I'm more intentional about what is it I want? What are the questions that are driving me? What are the assumptions that are driving me? Who am I doing it all for? At the end of the day, I'm aware that I'm doing this for myself. And then by doing that, I'll be a happier version of myself by being aware of that. And that'll trickle over into my relationships as well. So it's working more from the inside out rather than looking for relationships that will make you happy. So I don't know. I don't know how we got into the relationships part there, but that's that's uh, that's where it all started. Though coming back to what works for you, focus on that. Have an open mind. Play, experiment. Go into different fields. Like I would encourage that. I think it gives you different perspectives. It's a longer game, though. It's a, you're looking more long term at life rather than specializing in something right now and sticking at that for life i think those days are kind of going because the the environment is shifting so quickly as well now that i think the most valuable skill set is learning how to learn that's what i've been doing that's what i've been doing what's the word unintentionally it's kind of what i've just been doing the last eight years and that's what i've seen has been the biggest benefit in my life because learning how to learn also helps you to understand other people better. So I can understand people who are very analytical a lot better. I can understand people who are creative a lot better. I would, like Before I got into more of my creative side as well, I would talk to a creative person like a writer or a poet or something. And I just kind of maybe write them off or just think that they got their head in the clouds. 
sometimes they we they, they do sometimes we do over in the clouds the writers and stuff like that and sometimes analytical people are too serious but i can see that better from studying across different fields and seeing the pros and cons to each and it's also just very interesting it gives you different perspectives and that for me i guess is that's what gives me a lot of happiness and joy is actually just the wonderment and amazement that i can learn different things each day i can meet different types of people and i get that from the podcast I, I could meet anybody on the podcast i don't know who's going to reach out to me i don't know who i'm going to reach out to and it just opens my world and opens my mind expands my mind a bit further each time i talk to somebody somebody new so uh, even though i'm quite a i consider myself quite an introverted person I don't tend to speak for the sake of it, but at the same time, I've no fear around talking to somebody that I just met two seconds ago and having a conversation with them. So it's a weird one. I do believe that uh, we're not fully—I'm well, not fully introverted. But if I was going to be one or the other, introvert or extrovert, I'd probably be more introverted. And if you're somebody listening to these podcasts, if you feel like you're introverted, look for the benefits to it. I'll—I'll I'll do this in another episode. Actually, the benefits to being an introvert. Because I was ashamed of being an introvert. I didn't even have the word introvert before. I just knew that I was ashamed about not being the life of the party or not being, I don't know. Yeah, I know in my mind I wasn't outgoing enough and that type of stuff. But I wish I was more aware of just the benefits to what I already had, which was the listening skills and just being naturally more calm. So I was always told that I was naturally calm growing up, but because I had so many insecurities taking over me over time, I didn't feel calm on the inside, even though I might have looked calm on the outside. Nowadays, that's coming more into alignment where I'm feeling calm on the inside more often. I'm also probably appearing calm on the outside. I don't know. I can't see myself. But that's it. That's today's that's today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Hope you took something away from this. And until the next time, have fun and enjoy the process.